This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. This week, in addition to the episode you are about to listen to, there is also a bonus full-length episode on Patreon for you to hear as well. And actually, it's the original interview that was done a year ago when I first started the podcast, and Emily and I just never posted it for various reasons. You're going to get to hear where we were on our journey at that time and really see how far along we've come as friends and even just in our individual practices and confidence by listening to this week's episode. So please hop on over to Patreon. It is patreon.com slash coven of rejects, or you can just click that description in this episode and get transferred right over to Patreon. Emily is also going to be this month's guest on the Dark Goddess series on Patreon, and she's going to be talking with me and educating a little bit on Hecate, which is the Dark Goddess that all of you Patreon members voted to learn about this month. If you are going to be new to Patreon and you've never been a Patreon member before, you are going to get a free email reading from me when you join in the month of August. I'm really excited for you guys to all get to see this platform. There is so much additional content for this podcast, for the Lick It Like a Lollipop podcast that I co-host with Rampage, and also just so much witchy content and extra things that I put over on Patreon only. A lot of it is things that have to be censored out that are a little bit taboo and that can't be on other platforms. So if you like witchy and taboo, you should already be on Patreon, baby. Make sure at the very least that you are following me on every platform. That's where you can see a little bit more about content that is being dropped. Also learn a little bit more about me. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram as Gemini underscore goddess 420. And you can find me on Facebook as Gemini Coven. I am really excited for you guys to hear today's episode and for you to get to know my friend Emily just a little bit more. I do have her shop linked in the description. She has an Etsy shop. She has absolutely beautiful gifts and oils and necklaces and jewelry and so many things. I've sent a few of her products out as gifts to my um, just friends, people that I've had on the podcast. And I will be working with her here in the near future to get some of her products put into my guest appreciation boxes that will soon be starting to go out with each guest that I have on the podcast. So with no further ado, please make sure you're signed up for Patreon. Make sure you're following me on all the platforms. And let's get into this so you guys can get to know Emily. Hello. Emily. Hi. 
I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> are you doing your intro or are we like live on there? We are live on there right now. I do my intro by myself. Oh. Right before the episode every time and I just jump into the call. I was literally just watching, well, listening to one of your most recent, the witchy and techie. Yes. So I should know because you did have the intro on there and I listened and I was like, oh, yeah, didn't register. But hi. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. How are you doing? I am so good. How are you? I'm I'm also good. Um, It's really hot in Seattle, but I'm just getting through it. Um, Supposedly we're supposed to have like rain around 4 a.m. So I'm really waiting for that. I might just stay awake just for that. Oh my gosh. I, again, just send me rain. It's hotter than saying oh, I know. Sack in Idaho. I wish. I'm so sorry. I always forget that you're like, yeah, it's, it, Idaho's rough, but the skies are nice. The skies are nice. I will say Idaho was kind of a shock because coming from California, it's very like, you can anticipate the weather mm-hmm. and Idaho, it'll be super hot. And then all of a sudden there's a rainstorm that comes through for 24 hours and then it's hot again. I would, I think that's a nice break. Yeah. That sounds nice. I know. And that brings like these like crazy lightning and thunderstorms and, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah. I'm jealous. You should share that with me. I'll give you rain. If you give me storms, I think that's a fair trade. We need to know at the same goddamn time. (laughs) Yeah. we can smoke out the window and watch it and yes yes. I I collect well my husband kind of started it but I collect wind chimes and our old house had this huge walnut tree black walnut tree in the backyard that we hung all my wind chimes in and so when it would have crazy storms you would just hear the backyard be full of all these wind chimes and I miss it we don't have trees at the new house that sounds so beautiful did you have like the metal ones or wood ones or all of them? All of them. I love that. Wood ones are my favorite, but I think if you get like the twinklies right and then it's like they're harmonizing together. It's beautiful. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, hello. We have actually recorded together when I very, very first started the podcast mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I wasn't like openly sharing like my own gifts or story at all and you were the first person who ever had questions for me and I remember walking away from that episode and just being like oh my god I but I'm supposed to ask about them they're not supposed to ask about me (laughs) I think I just went into it expecting like a more of like a conversation because I'd never done it I'd never done a podcast so I mean and still to this day that was the only one that I'd done And we didn't end up posting that one, but it still was like, I think a learning curve for both of us to kind of be, so I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but maybe you now being like, no, I can't talk about myself. Like this is my fucking podcast. So I think that you should be able to have that room and that time to like give your responses, but also like, just talk a little bit about yourself. Like, yeah, you feature guests, but I don't know. I also interested to go back and forth. So I love that about you. Um, and you you did kind of crack that open for me where I had that realization. And it's evolved so much that I'm really excited for us talking today because I think that it is going to be that exchange that really is going to make it work for us. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm I'm really, really excited to get back into this again. Yeah, so last time that we had talked... 
Um, I don't remember us really talking about your journey. So I would love to know, were you raised with a spirituality in your family? And then when did you kind of start feeling the gifts that you have that you use now? Honestly, I think I've always felt them, but it was under a different, um, I guess, idea or understanding of what they were. Um, I was raised Catholic um, and I went to private school, kindergarten through fifth grade. So uniforms, mass every Friday, the church was right across the parking lot. Um, And it was pretty much um, like, it was the same in my family, except I know that a couple of my aunts had decided to not get married at the church, which upset specifically my grandfather. Um, and then it kind of would trickle down into people's people as in my, my family members um, stepping back from mass every Sunday as our family would go to um, and then doing it on like special occasions like Easter, Ash Wednesday, Christmas mass, things like that. Um, and honestly, I think the biggest moment that I guess, stuck with me from my childhood and being raised in that religion was being at mass. And I remember it was a school mass. So it was always held in the gym on Fridays. And the priest was talking about when animals die, they don't go to heaven. And I just thought that was crazy. And I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that I have pets at home that are like, I don't know. They're mine. They're my family as my little, I don't know. I was probably like seven or eight. Um, So my brain could only really comprehend them being family. Um, And that just really upset me. And I remember questioning a lot after that, I think subconsciously and also consciously being like, I don't know about this. This is kind of sus. So. Yeah. So they said that your pets would not go to heaven. Yeah. Like I don't remember the context of what we were talking about or if he was covering like a scripture or something um but he's I just remember hearing that and it just stuck with me and being in in the bleachers and like looking around and everyone's just like I feel like I was really the only one who reacted um at least I felt that way in the moment and I don't know it was just really hard for me to understand also as somebody who deeply um connects with animals and my cats so yeah and I think that's such a finite statement for somebody to make and to say so absolutely and especially with children there I kind of feel like that's an insensitive not appropriate thing to say even if that's your belief you kind of have to watch your surroundings oh yeah and I remember there being um like multiple different priests and sometimes they would switch out some were younger Um, Like, I remember um, the one who baptized me and he was my favorite um, just because, I don't know, I guess it's it's like the Christian culture to like kind of be, look up to the priest who baptized you in a way. At least that's how it was at my church. Um, And anytime it was any other priest, and I remember it being a different priest, I couldn't remember which one, but um, I kind of had that negative connotation of like "Mm, well you're not my favorite priest so like I'm just going to take what you say with a grain of salt but yeah I agree definitely in a room full of children um that's not something that I would say 
I like the discernment that you had though. I feel like you knowing like, Oh, you're not really my favorite. I feel like that was you really at a young age, like trusting your intuition on something too. And Mm -hmm. knowing, Ooh, I don't know what it is about you, but I definitely know that I'm not rocking with it. Yeah, no, exactly. And thank you for actually pointing that out. Cause that's a really good point. I think that's also um, goes back to what I was saying about me having abilities, but not really understanding what they were. And I think everyone has intuition, but using, um, being able to use that discernment and understand what your intuition is telling you. We, I was, um, I have a additional bonus episode that I dropped on or that I'm dropping on Patreon of a little podcast interview that I did. My son wanted to be on the podcast and he's six. And I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but I remember that um, he was talking about how he knew something. And and I said, did you know that like in your gut or did you know that in your brain or, or what? And he's like, oh, I could, I like knew it in my gut. And so I listened and I explained that that's your intuition. And I remember it being around mediumship. And so I was explaining to him that that's how a lot of people who channel and who are mediums first get a gift is with intuition. And then they start trusting that and start listening to the ideas that come to them that even if they don't make sense and you learn to control that and speak. I think that's really beautiful that he was able to not only recognize that, but articulate that so well to you. We would listen to Teresa Caputo in the car. Oh my gosh. She has a podcast called Hey Spirit. Yes. And um, so Mac is, like I said, he's six. And as a medium, I just notice things that he does and says that I recognize that I didn't said as a child that nobody nurtured. And so I'm really trying to help him. And I think that that podcast the way that she explains the the feelings that she gets during readings and whatnot is how he is learning to articulate. So his teacher had a, uh, her grandmother had passed away and she was telling, you know, the class that she was having a hard time or whatever. And Mac was like, uh, do you feel like your grandmother just brushed your cheek? or touched you. And she was like, uh, yeah, I feel that all the time. And Max like, that's your grandmother. Just letting you know that she's still with you. She hasn't gone anywhere. She's checking in on you. And oh I was like a mini Teresa. I know. And his <laughs> teacher was like, what the fuck after school? And I'm like, okay, so he listens to this and you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was pretty cool. So was she what cool you said- about it though? Oh yeah. She oh, was good. like, this is the, she thought it, she said it made her cry. And she said that, um, the, that the things that Max said to her in that moment and described the way that she was feeling was made her feel like he, she didn't say, she just said that it made her feel like he was very gifted and understanding of what she was going through. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. Um, I can't remember her. Oh, Kim Russo. Have you ever watched Kim Russo? I don't know. She's another medium. I think she um, she's on the show um, The Haunting of, and they have like celebrities and they um, like, I think it's a spinoff of celebrity ghost stories. And she's a medium that ends up taking the celebrity back to the place of the haunting to like kind of 
go in and see what everything is looking like. Hmm. Um, and she's she's really awesome. I really like her too. So if you have time, check her out. I don't yeah, know if I she just has... wrote her name down. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. So you, so we stopped at. You knew that that wasn't your favorite priest. You were trusting your intuition. So when did we go from being Catholic to being witchy? And when you say that you knew that you had gifts, you just hadn't like really like defined and used them. What was that like for you to realize those are gifts and start using them? Um, the last question is a little tricky because I think I'm still doing that. Um, I think for a long time, at least when I was going through, um, I think it was my summer before sophomore year of high school. That's when I started smoking the weeds. And <laughs> that really, I mean, that not to like sound like that hippie stoner white girl, but like it really opened my mind to a lot of things. Um, and that kind of led me down a path of um, trying psychedelics and dabbling in that a little bit. And my high school years, um, I think it was, no, even because freshman year, was when I cast my first spell, but I think it's, it was an intentional spell. Cause like spells can be really anything, but it was an intentional love spell with my best friend. Um, and we were casting on our crushes at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like little white tea candles and I remember the spell called for specifically white rose thorns. And so we walked around her neighborhood at like 5 PM and it was winter time. So we were really cold and it was dark outside and we had our little like flashlights trying to find white rose thorns to carve their names into the candle. And we had to watch the flames or the entire candle burn out completely while envisioning our life with them. And a very intense working for 13, 14 year olds, however old you are in freshman year. And I, there were things that happened with the individual that I cast upon and I was like, okay. And then I had to learn how to break a spell that I had cast Um, but a lot of that was trial and error for me. And I also had learned some things from my mother because she considers herself to be a Catholic pagan and is very in tune with her Celtic roots. And that also inspired me. So a lot of, um, researching, taking breaks on and off. Sometimes I would try a spell. Sometimes I would try, um, drugs (laughs) and kind of just experiment with things throughout high school and, Um, I guess I didn't really start calling myself a witch until junior year. And then I ended up dropping out and getting a job and, uh, yeah, everything else is kind of a blur to be honest, but I think I kind of went from denouncing myself as a Catholic and then going into spiritual and then paganism. There was a little bit of Wicca there for a while um, because that's all I could really find. And that's a lot of what my mom's books were about. But yeah, then I kind of just became more chaotic in nature. (laughs) Do you identify yourself as a chaotic witch? Um, No, I don't. it's, It's really hard because I've gone with so many labels. But now I just call myself a witch or a practitioner. Yeah, I like that for you because I feel like I feel like your energy encompasses a lot of different things. And um, 
specifically, I feel like you encompass, I don't want to say dark magic because that's a very specific thing. I want to say like dark aesthetic and being comfortable in your shadow self. Mm -hmm. And you also are very loving and embracing and earthy. And um, I see you, I see you very uh, element representative. Like I think that you represent all four things, all four elements very cohesively with the energy that you give off. That is probably the, one of the best compliments I've ever received. And after the episode, after we're done recording, I'll have to text you. Um, I can't remember what app it's on, but it shows you like the percentage of the elements in your chart and mine are all 25%. Like I have exactly a quarter of all four elements in my chart. That's fucking wild. (laughs) So the fact (laughs) that you said that is really interesting and also extremely flattering. And I think I, subconsciously tried no it's it's definitely I try to achieve that so thank you for noticing <laughs> you're like I work real hard on this yeah not gonna this like, balanced yeah. energy <laughs> um I also had two questions in what you were saying so the first was did you end up finding white rose thorns in winter oh I don't think so oh okay. I'm sure we found thorns but I, like I said, like a lot of it is so blurry, but I don't even remember watching the candle bolt burn all the way out. But I do remember the spell doing something. So, oh my gosh, some practical magic type shit. Yeah. <laughs> be careful what you wish for, genuinely. Like, be careful with your intentions as, as a 13 year old. <laughs> I feel like everybody, I feel like one of the major things when you're trying to manifest anything, whether that be in spell work or that be in what you speak, I always feel like you have to be so specific <clears throat> about what you are asking for and what you put into the universe because you will get something that you ask for, but it's not going to come in the way that you were wanting because you weren't clear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the perfect example, I think this is pretty cliche because I'm sure a lot of people have said this, but it's like doing a prosperity working and then you get in a car wreck and get insurance money or something. Um, you have to be very specific about like, I want this money to come from a very genuine place or I, all my efforts are going to pay off and this is rewarding me for my actual work, you know, not just I'm getting money period. And I'm going to go watch TV and then maybe tomorrow <laughs> I'll get hurt and they have a check. I don't know. <laughs> That's actually not silly that you said that. And I've never had anybody say that before. So you just educated the masses. Oh, awesome. Well, if anyone else listening has heard that, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always good to repeat. Um, And then my other question, so we started smoking the ganja summer before sophomore year, it sounds like. Do you remember the first time that you got down with the Mary Jane? Yes. I, okay, so my best friend Megan and I, she's still my best friend to this day, um, we were hanging, (laughs) we think back about this, and I'm sorry, I'm getting like schoolgirl giggly right now. Um, I mean, it's going to be a good story. (laughs) We were hanging out with like an older guy at the time. So like mind mind you, we were sophomores in high school and he was like 18 or 19. My but story he... starts the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always the older guy that's hanging out with the girl. And then we, yeah. he was never creepy or anything, but it would literally just be us three. So it was us two and this guy, Pat. And we were just like all buddy, buddy. And I lived literally, so it was like, my middle school and then the track area and then these apartments and I lived in the apartments next to where I went to middle school and there was this like corner building where we would hang out at lunch when I went to school there and it's kind of like 
there's like no cameras because when we would go in the summer and we didn't want to get caught or whatever. Um, and he would ask us if we wanted to smoke and we always said no. Um, and then that one day when we met up, we smoked with him. And I just remember like giggling uncontrollably and like rolling around on the ground and making an absolute, and like I had a crush on this boy at the time, obviously I was so boy crazy and I'm just like making a fool out of myself. And I remember Megan, I don't think, I can't remember if Megan smoked or not. Um, but yeah, we we definitely smoked with him pretty often. <laughs> I want to. I have to hear yours now. It's always older dudes. Um, okay, so I had a friend who had an older brother, and her older brother used to hit on me all the time. And mm-hmm. he used to make comments because I always just, I've always, my pupils have always been weird and I've just always looked stoned. <laughs> and so I remember being in eighth grade and him being like, me going over to hang out and him being like, damn, you look high. And I'm like, uh, I'm not. And so freshman year, um, I started hanging out with him more because like, hello, he was an older boy and I was a freshman in high school and I'm like, what to do. Of course. Uh, um, and yeah, I had a personality like a box of saltines, but he was older boy, so I liked it. Um, <laughs> so boring. I look back on it and I'm like, ooh. Um, it's okay, we learn. But it was 420, and I didn't know what 420 was. And he told me that it was Hitler's birthday and that everybody goes into the woods and gets high and drinks. And I was like, well, I think it's weird that you celebrate Hitler's birthday like that, but I want to go and hang out. So I didn't go home. I uh, was already working as a freshman. I was an intern and um, I didn't, I just didn't show up for my internship. I didn't nothing. Uh, Shout out to Ryan and Sean because they're now my kids' godparents, but they were my intern bosses at the time. Oh my gosh. And um, so Ryan came, picked me up the next day and it was awful. And I was so hungover. And I remember I got high in the forest and I went walking because there was grass and it was dark and I went out there barefoot and I was walking and, and I was like, oh, the earth feels so good between my toes. And then the next morning when I woke up, I was in that field and there were all these broken bottles around me and like, just like all kinds of shit. And I hadn't stepped in any of it while I'd been barefoot that night, but it was, it's shocking that I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, that's my, I just remember it was, I remember it was fucking weird and I tried to sleep next to the fire, but it was uncomfortable. And then I went in the grass cause I thought that like, it was creepy out there and I didn't want to call my mom and, but I liked being high. Yeah. I feel, I feel like honestly, I, the first couple times are really awkward and I don't want to call it like an acquired taste because it's fun. Um, like I remember the first couple times I literally felt like I was flying and then I felt like I wanted to like almost chase that high for a while there um but it's like you never really get those moments back how awkward they are and like you never really get to that point of like I don't know at least I personally haven't is that like a toxic way to think no I don't think that's toxic at all and I think that goes into there's just as an adult you would have a different experience than you had as a kid Mm -hmm. and I just think that it sucks because you're never going to make kids not experiment. But at the same time, things aren't enjoyable when you're doing them when you're young anyways. Sex isn't enjoyable. No one knows what they're doing. Getting high isn't enjoyable. Everybody's weed is bullshit. Yes. And so just wait till you're an adult and things are fun. 
Yeah, and you can actually be safe about yeah. it. I think back to all the circumstances that I was in while oh, high dude. or drunk or under the influence of whatever. And just, I could, so many unsafe situations. And now I'm like on my couch watching YouTube internet analyses and just commentary videos. Like, I'm safe. Now you're living that life that your parents were trying to get you to live when you were younger. And you're like, I'm going to go party. I can't wait to be an adult. And now you're an adult and you're like, no, but I just want to sit at home in a clean house after I've done my chores and just watch a movie. <laughs> no, literally. My mom's coworker invited us to her one of her birthday parties or her, one of her birthday parties, her birthday party coming up. And it's a costume contest. And I was like, I'll go to a party. I will be dragged, but I am not wearing a costume. <laughs> and I would have totally done that as a kid. But yeah, I think there's just certain things where I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> eh, if it involves me putting on pants, chances are I don't want to do it anymore. If I can't be high while we do it, I definitely don't want to go. And I have to be in the back seat on any part of this journey. Count me out. That's the thing. Yeah. It, the, the pants is a big one. The fucking pants. Yeah. Because you can like hang out with your friends and do like magic shit and witchy shit at home and like or binge watch true crime or whatever you're into not wearing pants that's how you know you have a real friendship i have a true crime story i always forget that you're into true crime um i well i don't want to like spoil it for anybody else that like hasn't watched the story but um i don't there was a youtube i'll have to send you the link so that i really just wanted to tell you about it but if you want to put me on the spot i'll tell i'll tell your listeners about it (laughs) um it's uh, so there's a YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly, and I always I subscribed to it like a couple years, a couple months ago, and um, I thought it was a little bit sus because it's this guy who, like this white guy who interviews all of these um, drug addicts and prostitutes on Skid Row and pays them like twenty to a hundred dollars for an interview that gets like three million views on his channel with three million plus subscribers. Very sus. Anyway, there's. One of their, um, I guess, interviewees um, or guests that was on that channel, Amanda Rab, um, she was like reoccurring on that channel. And then there was another like health thing going on. I'm doing such a shitty job explaining, but I don't want to ruin it for people that want to like delve into it. Because when I tell you, there's so much to the story. Anyway, she ended up passing away. Um, Amanda Rapp and there's like little to no story there and people are investigating it like people online and it's crazy it's messy and it's very very recent so I will be sending you that link and if anyone listening wants to look that up it's on YouTube and Rab is two bees. <laughs> First of all, I just need to laugh at the fact that you're like, but if you're going to make me tell you, then I'll tell your <laughs> listeners too. And I literally didn't say shit. You said, I have a true crime story for you. <laughs> I know. And then you're like, let's hear it. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, if you're going to put me on the spot. And then um, the next part is the fact that you literally just told me nothing about this story, except that there's a homeless lady that got paid to be interviewed by a guy who sounds douchey and scammy. And when I- it's it's really just i know that i'm i really don't want to like try and make it like downplay at all i but i really want to save the element of shock because it's a very tragic story um and yeah i just found out about it literally a couple hours ago and i'm gonna be watching more videos about it (laughs) tonight so 
I love shock. I don't know if you've seen those TikToks where um, they're like, I'm watching a movie with my wife and all of a sudden you hear their hands were cut off, their arms were cut yeah. off. They're... And I always laugh because as soon as my husband gets in my car, my my uh, my Apple uh, podcast automatically comes up and it's always like, so she was on her way down to go identify the body. And he's like, what the fuck? Every time. I I love that, though, because you're like, no, this is a reality for me as a woman, first of all. And second of all, I like I learned so many crazy forensic things, science things, law things when I watch things and listen to true crime. Like, it's informative. Yes. And I feel like I'm learning how to protect myself because I'm learning what weirdos are out there. And I also feel like to go back to witchy things, I always feel like I do very specific protections from very specific things because I know that they happen so frequently. I really like that attention to detail, honestly. It's why I ordered my protection necklace from you. (sighs) Is that out? Did you get that? Yeah, I got the protection necklace and um, I wore it. We went to, gosh, what did we, we went to the goddess festival I wore the necklace that you gave me to the goddess festival with very specific intentions in it because I had heard about, um, at events like this, we live in a very religious area and I've heard that there's like a lot of just bantering and things that happen outside the gates. And Mm -hmm. so I, I blessed it myself when I got it or, you know, whatever you would call it, not blessing it, but, um, I put my own intention and and whatnot into it Mm -hmm. and I haven't been able to find it since I went and I wore it home and I keep all my necklaces in my jewelry box in a spot. Like I'm very specific about taking it off and putting it. And so I'm like, I'll just send you a new one. Well, I mean that works or I feel like it's somewhere where I need to find something else and it'll be there when I need it. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like it either doesn't, you don't need it or you don't need it anymore. Like it might've just done its job that I don't know. I don't know if it was a, like a big event or something. It, it was, it was a pretty cool event, but actually when I got, there was not one negative thing. There was not one negative mm. person. There was not anything. It was so much love. I went with my husband and I didn't have to spend a dollar cause he bought me all this stuff, which made it even better. Oh, well, I'm so glad you had a fun time <laughs> though. It's always nerve wracking. Like, when you live in an area like that and you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a very shocking, but I'm like a very extreme person with things. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so like, you know, for me being in a religious town, I'm not like, Oh, I better not let them know that I'm a witch. I'm like, Oh, you're going to send me pamphlets on, your Seventh-day Adventist church, I want to go and make flyers about witchcraft. And, oh, you don't like this? Well, on Sundays when I have to go to the grocery store, I'll make sure to wear my Jesus was a witch shirt. Yes, which I love that shirt. <laughs> I'll have to send you one. Is that your merch? Yes. I'll just get, uh, yeah, I need to get some. I got I a lot of merch, merch on there. Um our newest piece that we dropped is an upside down cross in flames that says, fuck your Jesus. Ooh. And not because like, 
I don't like that you believe in Jesus because I don't care. I It's just the version of Jesus that people try to cram down their throat in the name of judging anything that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, I was going to say I really like that your emphasis on the your Jesus because your Jesus is not the Jesus. <laughs> it's not the Jesus we all know. Yeah. Do you still have the blankets? Hell yeah, we still have oh, the blankets. Good. Okay, that's good to know. I'll um if you end up ordering anything, let me know and I'll um give you a uh a discount code. Yeah, you you let me know the next time that you yeah, we will we'll definitely need to do that for each other. I appreciate you by the way. Oh, I always got you. Well, I I for those that don't know, I exclusively get items like jewelry items from Emily. So I have spell jar necklaces, spell jar earrings, protection necklace. Um, I've gotten oils from you. Like, I love the energy and intention that you put into all of your things. And I love supporting your Etsy shop and doing unboxings and telling people to follow you. I appreciate you so much. That's I, I was going to say, too, you're like one of my biggest supporters, one of the people who has always come back to support my shop and to also just give me amazing feedback. Um, so thank you. Like that, that is, that's not unnoticed at all. Well, you're welcome. I don't do it for a notice though. I do it because I believe in what you do. Oh, I appreciate you. I, I love what you're doing here as well. I think that after listening to a lot of your recent episodes over the past week, since we've planned this, it's been it's really, really great to hear all of the, your guests sharing their stories, but also just you opening up this platform for them as well is really important. Well, thank you. I, I, uh, I find myself, just to like be honest, I, I find myself kind of, <clears throat> I, I, there's a lot of voices that I want to give um, a platform to because I, I want to understand their craft and their journey. And I feel like everybody should get to speak. And there are some people that I, that I feel that way about that I don't necessarily personally vibe with, but I've always said that, or, or I don't agree necessarily with some things that they do or whatnot, but I've always said that with the podcast, I wanted to, with zero judgment, give people a space to share their journey and their story. Yeah. And I've struggled lately with what is me being true to that still and putting up a, a boundary for listeners and being, you know, cause how do you share somebody's journey and say, go follow this when you don't agree with something that they're doing, but then also give them a platform and stay true to zero judgment. Right. No, I, I think that's a really tough thing as well. And I don't even know that I would have an answer to that either because it's really a matter of, um, I mean, it, it, I think the way that you care about building the community that you have here and growing, growing it um, with that judgment-free zone and that um, inclusivity it's hard because you don't want to obviously go against your own morals and your own beliefs as it is your project, but also like what you said that your original idea with the entire project is that inclusivity and is that community and judgment free. And I think, 
I don't know. Because if I'm being honest, if I like if I were in your shoes and I had a podcast, um, I would also want it to be a very inclusive place where I felt like anybody could come share their story. But I also don't think that like what you said, there's certain people that shouldn't be given that platform or given the shout out to like go follow if you don't personally believe it. Yeah. So it's I don't, it's really tricky because I think that you should follow your own, but the listeners are also important. So I know it's crazy because I'm like, what if you what if what if you align with it? And that's something that you I don't know. I'll talk to you about it outside of here, too. I just was opening yeah. up that that's something that yeah. I'm just experiencing. And that's that's more than valid. I think that's a very and it shows that you also care enough about both sides to even consider that because some people would just throw it out the window. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the fact that somebody else might just be like, well, fuck it all together. Yeah. Which right. Yeah. I asked you earlier today, I told you, I feel like I want to give you a like dark shadow reading so bad. You can't uh, see me, but I'm dancing. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the dance. Yeah. I'm um, just, yeah. A little jiggy. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. And it's funny because I just picked up the dark uh, deck and I just looked at the picture on the bottom and it's the Empress. And no. Yes. Oh. And so I'm super excited. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you photos of your cards as I pull them so that you can look at the photo. You can look at the numbers that are on them and, you know, it, you're you're a card reader so you know that a lot of times the images match with what you're talking about more than anything yeah you could say oh thank you for doing that you're welcome if i i don't know if you know if i exit safari to look at them is it going to exit the call i don't think so okay i hope not i hope not i'll just pull them down i have cleansing spray and goddess spray that rampage made for me that i'm spraying real quick just in my area and then i'll do a blessing to open up a circle i'm holding my selenite wand yes oh i'll hold mine too i have it up here yay we're like connected (laughs) okay I want to open up a circle to do a reading tonight with Emily. I ask that all elements come in and just surround us. I ask that water helps go through every obstacle to bring the messages that are intended today. I ask that air helps and just brings in fresh new energy after this reading. I ask that fire comes in to illuminate the path to take. And I ask that earth just grounds us in this moment. I ask for ancestors, spirit guides, gods, goddesses, and deities to watch over us as we do this reading, to provide protection for us while our guard is down and our energy is freely flowing. I ask to be a clear channel for all messages that are being communicated for Emily and to put my ego aside on any of the reading and interpret it as it is meant for her. With that being said, this circle is now open. That was beautiful. Well, thank you. I got a little chills on my spine, and I'm not even lying. I did, too, on my legs. Ooh, I like the tingles. I really liked that. 
<laughs> I make them tingly. <laughs> okay. So the first, um, I, okay. So for a shadow drawing, what I do is I shuffle the um, Dark Goddess deck first. I pull the cards and then um, I give you kind of what my reading on it is. And then I actually read you what the Dark Goddess message is that comes inside the booklet because I always feel like that taps into things so clearly. Perfect. That sounds great. Yeah, of course you have Lilith. <laughs> okay, okay. So you had seven cards come out. So if the number seven is symbolic for, oh, that's a lie. You had eight cards come out. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me get her all set up. Okay, so the goddesses that you had pulled are Sekhmet. I always say this wrong, but it's Popalot, Lilith, Deer Woman, Pandora, Penthesilia, Persephone, and um, Hainutipo. I am shocked. <laughs> this is already so pretty. Okay, I am. Wait till you see the cards. I'm texting them to you now. I feel like I should light Persephone's candle then. Oh my gosh. Is that one of your deities? Yeah. I actually, I'm <laughs> literally going to light her. Well, do I have a lighter? Matches something? Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I'm going to look at these pictures. Oh, these cards are gorgeous. Yeah, friend. They're amazing. Okay. So, um, I want to immediately say that I feel so for Sekhmet, she represents empowerment. Then we have um, it's Papatal for purification. Lilith is equality. Dear woman is temptation. Pandora is curiosity. Penthesilia is guilt. Persephone is compliance. And Hainutipo is trust. First of all, I really feel like this is. Um, Okay, go with me on this. But I feel like this is actually involving a friendship. Um, I think that you had a friendship or relationship that made you feel very empowered and like there was a, an equal partnership. And I almost feel like you felt super grounded and comfortable and thought that you were on the same page with things. But I think that this other person, I feel like this is Matt, like spiritually based. I feel like this person has been like going off on their own little journey. And I almost feel like if you were to go down that path with them and be curious about it, that you would almost um, get comfortable on going on a path that isn't meant for you. And that you have had to trust your spirit guides and your, your own spirit team on keeping to yourself and what you're going through. Holy shit. <clears throat> I have. Okay. So segment for empowerment. She says, stop being a rebel for the sake of it. Speak your truth lovingly. Try to see both sides of any situation. Draw upon your own past experiences to grow stronger and call upon the strength of segment to truly stand in your power. Disregard any minor agitations and shine your light. Um, she is the rebel of Egyptian origin. 
The powerful one was both a goddess of war and healing, depicted as a lioness, hello Leo season, (laughs) and the fiercest hunter known to the Egyptians. Her breath formed the desert. She protected the pharaohs and went against the grain. When called up, she would rise and lead them in warfare. And I actually find it interesting that um, the lion represents fire. Um, Her breath would represent air. The desert would represent earth. And um, there's not any water in this. That's still really interesting. I I find it very interesting. I'm all about the elements with you. And I actually have an element deck that I'm going to pull for you at the end after we do the dark. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm so excited. I keep saying that, but like, I don't even have words right now. I'm just, I'm, my ears are open. Yeah, just soak it up. Um, it's pop a lot is listen to friendly advice. Pay off your debts while you can. Uh, an unexpected pregnancy or project is announced. Don't put off going to the doctor. Your experiences will be called upon to help a friend and take a walk on elevated ground, such as a moor or a hillside. So some more earth. Um, we've got Lilith next. Lilith was equality. Don't ever put yourself down or feel inferior to anyone. Walk your own path. Hold on to your beliefs and don't be swayed by another's. You are as good as anyone else. Snake symbols confirm your transformation. Stand your ground for equal pay and treatment. Respect is key. I also think that the word keys coming up um, we didn't pull Hecate in this, but that's immediately what pops out when I read the word key for you. Always. Yeah. Um, the next one is dear woman, which is temptation. The chance to make a quick buck presents itself. Some things are better left alone. Someone is trying to drag you back. Stay on the right side of the law. Seek help for any relapse. Don't lend money on a whim. And if something looks good, too good to be true, then it is. Interesting. Uh, Pandora, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Don't be sidelined by curiosity. Hope will pull you through. Face up to the consequences of your actions. Investigate an offer that seems too good to be true. A surprise gift will arrive. Use your gifts and talents wisely. I really feel like, I really feel like somebody is like fucking with energy or magic in a way that you do not like. That's what I feel. The way that you are picking up, and I have not told you, like, anything. I literally mm-hmm. have not told you anything with, of what's happened in the past couple days. Mm-mm. And the things that you're picking up on right now is incredible. Like, okay. I, <laughs> I just imagine you, like, flipping your hair right now. Like, I, I just did. <laughs> I said, hey, and I did, like, a little, like, shoulder fluff hair flip. No, I no, I cannot wait to go in depth with you after we're yeah. I'll have to tell you everything because holy shit. Okay, I can't wait. I feel like there's so much tea. There uh, is. <laughs> don't let a situation get out of hand. Own up to your part in it. It's time to move beyond your comfort zone. Forgive someone for hurting you. You are not responsible for the actions of others. A guilty secret will be revealed. Ask for advice about how to best tackle a tricky situation. Literally, why do I feel like that's about to be our text after this? Wait, who, who which card was that? That was Penthesilia. 
for guilt. I really like the way these cards cover a lot of bases and it like almost all of them are resonate. I really don't hope I get pregnant soon, which I don't think would be possible unless it's the immaculate conception. Anyway. Hey, you know, <laughs> that's your business. <laughs> I'm just here to read the cards, but that's why I like <laughs> to do my, you know, because when you first do it, it's all an intuition based, right? And then you mm-hmm. start going in and hearing the goddess messages and then there's deeper messages inside of the big message. Yeah, I love the way you're going about this. Everything is on point so far. It's almost scary. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Persephone, time to change the woe is me attitude. You are a victim in any given situation. Be positive and look for the best in everything. Your attachment to the past is ruling you emotionally. Join or attend a victim support group. Someone close needs your help. Complying with rules is key. Okay, with the fucking keys. Yeah. She's like, I'm here. (laughs) I didn't come through, but I'm here. I didn't come through. No, but I am going to read you her card just because. Um, And this is your your closing. This is um, Hanu Tipo. And I'm so sorry if I say that wrong. I'm just a white girl trying. Um, And the card represents trust. You are being given a second chance. Walk away from a bad situation. Learn to trust your gut feeling. Don't dwell on the past. Learn from your mistakes. Don't take the blame for the mistakes of others. Speak up before it's too late. Someone will surprise you. Um, and I just wanted this, this goddess uh, little fact is interesting. So this is the skeptic of Polynesian origin. She turned her back on the light and fled to the underworld, having discovered that the father of her children was also her own father. Unable to live with the shame she felt as this betrayal, she embraced death, became its goddess, and she is salvation and the chance for all to be reborn literally through her body, which I just found interesting because we, you just made the pregnancy joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but I... All, go ahead. No, I, w- I was just going to say, I, I am growing a lot of things, like, spiritually and within my development. So that could be, like, a metaphor. I feel like that makes a lot of sense for you. And so does the the reference of light and dark, which I talked with you about, about, um, you know, you embodying both. And then also um, the the word embracing death. And then while also talking about her nourishing life, I feel like also goes with the rounded about energy that I felt for you. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. I really liked that. I liked the, it was sad, but I liked the way that that was worded. Yes, it was sad, but I, you know, what mythology isn't let's be real. What mythology. (laughs) Yeah. For real. Um, okay. Now we're going to get into just a little bit of tarot. Tarot. Do you have a specific? Ooh, okay. Do you have a specific topic or a specific thing, or you um, want a general? Go ahead. I think you're already picking up on so much. I don't even need. <laughs> I I'm just gonna fully trust you. Okay. Well, again, I got the power. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, um, the first one that I pulled, let me actually send you a photo of these cards because I love this deck. And um, usually when I pull this deck, I get a lot of 
mostly feminine or mostly masculine. And in this one, um, there's a very good balance between the two. Just waiting for my drop down. And five came. So if you have a resin. Oh, and the last card is the number seven. So that's fun. Okay. Oh, these cards are gorgeous. I like to be very aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> me too. Yeah, no, me too. I'm like, I. the only reason I have so many decks is because there's so many pretty decks. I know. Okay, the Seven of Swords has been haunting me. Also, that Hecate imagery is very strong. Or and Morgan. Yes. I also felt that with that Seven. So, um... I don't know why I feel like I don't want to go in order with the cards that were pulled. So I'm going to hop. Okay. So I want to start off with the fool being pulled because I feel like this is very much um, you. I feel like with the fool for you that you have been lackadaisically expecting that people just have pure intentions around you. Um, and I feel like the fool has just been how you've been navigating where you're like, but if I'm focused on my stuff and I have good intentions with things, then everybody around me has good intentions with their things too. And I feel like that seven of swords comes in to be like, this is a deception. Um, swords are very like, let's be logical about this. Let's try and figure out. I feel like, I feel like there's, again, I just feel like friendship. I just feel like there's a, a, um, like a deception on somebody saying that they're doing something a certain way or being a certain way and then completely being the opposite and trying to make that make sense to you. Mm -hmm. um, the four of pentacles comes in next. And so I think that honestly, I feel like you have been holding on to this. I want to say it's like a situationship because um, they, you felt like they were providing something to you, whether that be this person holds secrets for you or this person, um, like financially they contribute to you in some way, or they shout you out on things or they do something. You feel like there's a loyalty here and like you need to, I don't know, just hang on to them. I almost feel like this feels almost like a possession thing where somebody doesn't want to release you. I can almost see a, a cord cutting happening where you're trying to release and the fire just won't burn on their end and like detach because they think that like they're deep rooted in you. Oh, um, I have the king of swords next. And so I feel like you already know what the truth is with the situation and there's almost this, um, I feel like there's almost this loyalty with you. There's a, there's the Knight of wands coming in next. And if you look at that card, it always looks to me like, um, this person has the upper hand and could run away from the little boy with a bow. And he's like, no, I'm just going to stay here right now and have faith that like, you're not going to hurt me in this situation. And, you know, I have the upper hand. Yeah, I definitely see that. Um, I'm going to shuffle more for you. I, I don't like the way that that feels. 
it will make so much sense once we talk okay um, but it's all resonating to you because to me it just feels like an ucky feeling oh it's ucky for a reason yeah okay. um and a lot of it is coming i'm sure from both sides it does have to do at least with how it's resonating with a friendship okay um but yeah a lot of it is from both sides like i don't think that i was a perfect person either but um specifically with what you were saying about the fool and me thinking that people have my best in mind. Um, I tend to be very naive and always give people the benefit of the doubt. And that's exactly what I think got me in this situation Um, and situations like this recently. Um, We love the swords (laughs) and the three. And I've been getting the three of swords specifically about this situation. So it's really, really funny that that's what you got. And the 10 of wands gives me and Morgan energy. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I get a Morgan energy off of it also. Um, I feel like, so we've already, we've already addressed that. Like you're going through that situation that we'll talk about it. We addressed what like your feelings are right there. Um, but I feel like this 10 of wands specifically is like, okay, but you have so much other stuff that we could be focused on right now. Like yep. we could be doing so many other things. We could be going and tackling so many different things. I feel like tackling your mental illness, uh, mental illness is the word tackling your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, is a big thing right now. Um, and just finding people that you can talk to at this time about the stuff that you're going through. I think that whether it be just a friend to tell them about, um, like the situation that you're going through or whatnot, I just feel like you getting your feelings out and not going through things alone right now is really important for you. Um, then we have the ACE of pentacles. So, just reminding you that you have support to keep on moving in the direction that you're moving to that regardless of what somebody else is doing or somebody else speaks or somebody else's um, influence or intention or energy on anything, you got this shit. And um, for the three of swords, I do feel like, I do feel like you just have disappointment right now. Like I just feel this girl, I, I just think of her like, just alone by herself she's like i'm still cute though but like i'm gonna cry here by myself real quick (laughs) yeah the disappointment is written like almost the feelings of betrayal i get from that card too yes i definitely oh shit balls my water spilled and it just went all Uh over my carpet in the pod room but it's fine we're gonna keep at least it's water it's just water i heard so i heard something fall and the pod room is out in like the garage and nobody's home and so I heard banging and I just sat here for a second and was like, is someone going to come in here and slice my throat? Because that's what I think. Um, no, it was just water bottle fall. Oh, <laughs> you played that off because I wouldn't have known that you were silently panicking. <laughs> I <So>. tried. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, continue with what you were saying. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that was basically it. Um, that rating was more than spot on. Like that was and I, I needed to hear a lot of those things and be reminded that there are bigger and better things that I need to focus on. And that growth um, and that like almost fertility energy has a lot to do with me planting the seeds that I planted earlier in the year and um, that things are starting to sprout and I'm starting to um, see those sacrifices that need to be made in order to make room for those to flourish. Um, so yeah, all of that was just very, very accurate. <laughs> That makes me so happy. I, I, um, 
while you were talking, I pulled some cards from the uh, elements deck that I'm sending over to you. Oh, I forgot we were going to do that one too. I wanted to close it with cards are super happy. Yay. Oh my goodness. Let me show you a photo of the back of the deck because you're going to be like, what? These are so sweet. I love the, I love, love, love this deck. (gasps) Not the crows. Yeah. The crows. For four of them on a circle showing you balance right now. Oh my gosh. So, and I also found it interesting. So the cards that I pulled for her, you guys are 17 mantra medicine, which represents command song incantation containment 23, which is the salamander, um, a robe Ouroboros. I don't know that word. Yeah. Creative work, infinite wisdom, and alchemy. Uh, it's 32, so the reverse of 23 for mirror magic, which is hilarious since that it's mirroring each other. Yeah. Um, lunar light, past lives, spectrum, self-care. 26 is the burning man for collective power, supreme prayer, three of cups, celebration. And then 34 with ocean's muse, which is water's wisdom, intuition, Hermit's Light and Discovery. So I'm going to start off with um, card number 17 for the command and the song. And this debt or this poll is representing what elements? Air. So, um, Are you sure of your words, both spoken and the ones floating within your mind? Are you honest about your truth and unafraid to voice your power? Do not feel afraid to express your creative expression, but be mindful of how you speak in your mind. The mind is a cauldron before the spells are cast. Are your words expressing love or fear? Sometimes we get lost in the ocean of our own thoughts and forget that we need to share them carefully with others Um, who can carry them in a secret place. If you are feeling overwhelmed with thoughts and words, now is the time to speak to someone. Alternatively, if you are feeling you have been saying too much, distracting yourself and others to drown out the silence, now is the time to contain your energy. There is a time to be silent and a time to speak. And then you have, that's the second time you've been told to talk to somebody too. So yeah, I (laughs) I suggest you get to talking. (laughs) Well, we're going to be talking after this. So. Yes. Um, oh, I love this card. Okay, so Salamander is going to represent fire. So now we've had air and fire. Energy is shifting course and you are being guided to prepare for change and metamorphosis. There is no turning back or hiding away now. The spirits know that you are ready. Are there projects left unfinished? Are you procrastinating over your next moves? Nudge yourself back to creative work and keep that fire burning alive. If the fire is beginning to flicker, the responsibility falls to you. When you finally own the wisdom of your creative aptitude, you will be able to teach others to ignite their flames as well. Um, For this one, I actually feel like your creative work that you are going to be focusing on is going to be... Um, teaching others um, 
I almost want to say that, hmm, that's what I feel that your creative work is. I feel like you're going to be teaching others about doing things um, in an appropriate way for their craft. That is an end goal. Yeah. Or an eventual goal. Yeah. Teaching is come. It, that's a common message that I get. And I'm like, do I have to? But um, I think, yeah, that's something that I'm trying to step into for sure. I feel like you could even teach people about, um, about controlling their energy and transmitting. Because I notice about you that regardless of what you're going through, the energy that you transmit is very... Um, it's very even, it's very like, you can expect from you that even if you're going through shit, you're very cool, calm on the outside, even if you're kind of going crazy under the surface. And I think that you could teach others that. I appreciate you saying that. I, um, I don't know that I agree, but I'm not, I can't perceive myself the way that others perceive me, but I, yeah, I can definitely see that how, how I could do that. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. You're like, that doesn't sound like it's fucking happening, but okay. <laughs> um, so I also find it interesting that this next card that you have is the mirror card and it's mirroring the, so it's number 32, which is mirroring the previous card of 23. And the salamander card that I just read you is fire. And now the mirror card is water. Mm-hmm. So they're just complete polar opposites. Um, and I, I just appreciate that for you. Okay. Um, pay attention to the truth of a situation and determine if the path is aligned to your heart's calling. What do you see when you look into the mirror? Release the need to appear like another and begin to know your ne- unique self within. The time is ripe to make a conscious change and the lunar light reflects your soul in naked form. The sun, however, brings you spectrums of colors, which is your signal to invite the diversity of all living things into your life. Be patient and release the emotions you continue to hold. Nothing is permanent and everything is fleeting. There are seven spectrums for seven wonders. So choose to believe in miracles and not curses or defeats. I really like that card. I do too. I like the imagery is very cute too. She's like holding up a mirror that's like reflecting a whole galaxy. It looks like, yeah, and it's supposed to be like what she's reflecting within. Yeah, I and I really like how it was talking about um, all of the the things with life um, flourishing and growing again with like that abundance and growth theme. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how to me how it's a water card, but there's so much earth in it. Yeah. Your next card is the burning man. Can you feel the energy rising? The time now is for celebration and you must not forego the moment of experience with your community. Take three cups and celebrate your wins, however small or large they be. Some small pieces of magic or prayer can be enough as a remedy, but at other times, larger vessels will be needed to push you through the higher barrier. This is a call for you to go grandly in your magic and expand its workings with another. Two energies are better than one after all. And then your final card is water. Wait. Yes. Did we go water, fire, water, fire, water? We went water, fire, 
We went air, fire, water, fire, water. Okay, never mind. The first one was air. Yeah. That would have been fucking wild, though. (laughs) Okay, so here's how we are finishing off your reading. Do not be afraid to go beyond the depths to uncharted territory. There is knowledge waiting for you to attain once you make the leap and swim deeper. Let go of your control. You do not need a map. Remember the illuminated intuition within you and chart your own course. Even the greatest discoveries of time were once called fools, which was your first tarot card. It is time to take your magical practice deeper and uncloak the layers buried far inside. There is more to any situation than what you see, but remember that you are not alone on your journey. There are others seeking, searching for their own meaning as well. Be cautious, but bold. Your story is still unfolding. I feel like that was the most beautiful fucking card to wrap up that entire reading. Yeah, because especially it mentioning the very first card, like it was full circle. Mm -hmm. And the fool like being the beginning. I don't know. That's beautiful reading. I'm giving you a round of applause. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and energy to deliver those messages, to set those beautiful intentions at the beginning. You're so welcome. I'm so glad that you let me tap in. I was really excited. I felt like we were talking earlier. She's going to want a reading. She's going to want a reading. And I was like, okay, I'll find, I'll just ask. I never ask anybody ahead of time. Like, can I read you? And I just felt like I wanted to. So thank you so much for sharing your energy with me. Always. Of course. Yeah. So what do you have coming up that people can tap in with you for? I know you've got a Patreon going on and you give bread recipes. So sign up for a Patreon for that alone. <laughs> I will say it wasn't my bread recipe, but I was sharing it because it was my first time making bread and it was a very fun experience. And anyone who is like me and psychs themselves out, like I could never make bread from scratch. Yes, the fuck you can. And it was so much fun. Um, and really, I just like to share like little moments like that because I find I can be more vulnerable um, rather than on like public social medias and things like that. It's I'm really building a more tight knit community. Um, I'm changing a lot of things. So a lot is happening right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can catch my Etsy, my Patreon or TikTok or Instagram. Um, everything's kind of all over the place because I'm in the middle of like changing names, but I'm, I know that you link things. So hopefully that'll be easy, right? Oh yeah, that will be no problem at all. Um, every, I always put everything in the description. I'm going to put a link to your Etsy shop. I'm going to put a link to, um, your pages and whatever handle names you have at the time. I'll ask last minute. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I know that, um, TikTok is Earthen Witch, which is E-A-R-T-H-E-N, Earthen Witch. And then um, Instagram has an underscore between Earthen and Witch because the full thing was taken. Um, And then my shop is Emerald Visions. Well, I need to follow you on TikTok so I can um, put out that we interviewed and like hype up your episode and everything. I'm so excited. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being willing to re-record um reconnect do this talk with me this is i loved i loved loved oh absolutely of course i'm so excited that we're going to record next week together to put on patreon mm-hmm. um i actually was thinking what would you think about releasing that first interview as a patreon exclusive yeah that was- would be real. I-, I don't even because i've never listened to it so I, I haven't re-listened to it. And I'm like, 
I feel like it, it was almost a year ago, believe it or not. And That's crazy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, almost a year ago. And I feel like we are in such completely different places. Yeah. That it's going to be, cr- I feel like it's going to be like listening to Baby Us. I actually think it it will. I, I think the only major difference other than like our side conversations is I think I gave more detail about like my upbringing into spirituality, but I don't know. I also smoked a little green crack before I got on here. So my brain might have been a little foggy and I might have forgot some things. No, I, I, I think so too. I feel like the first time that we talked, it was very factual. And I feel like you gave a lot of information about yourself that I don't remember. And then I feel like this one was totally like friends vibing, super casual talking about life. Yeah. I think we needed that first episode to get like I don't know the formalities out of the way and now we're just like all right and I do want to say that I want to apologize because I know that you made a disclaimer on your recent episode for like talking over because there was a (laughs) a lag um I do that all the time but it's because I'm like I don't know I'm so comfortable so if that happened throughout the episode I want to say I'm sorry I honestly didn't notice it at all and yeah I'm I'm the same when I'm in in-person conversations, too, because I'm like, oh, wait, but that thing that you said, um, I find that on doing the podcast, so I'm able to, I have a notebook in front of me, and I'm able to write down when I have a question when someone speaks so that I try not to interrupt them now. I literally envisioned you doing that. It's so funny, because I envisioned you writing, and then simultaneously, like, as I'm answering one of your questions, it's so crazy how the brain does this, I was like, how does she, like... <laughs> How how are you listening to what I'm saying and then answer your question? And then you have like such a great question to something specific that I said. It's like you're in all areas of the conversation, but like you're present in all of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's why I write down notes because my brain hops so much that I'd be like, here's six questions so I can get them out. But you handle it so well, so well. Well, thank you. It's, thank you. You know what? I will say like, it's one thing to have a conversation with people um, and it's a totally different thing to lead a conversation with people and make sure that you share about them and yourself. And I learned so much doing the podcast about just conversations because I have social anxiety in real life and I always want to interrupt people when they're talking and ask them questions about what they're saying and I'm learning how to do that in an appropriate way because of the podcast. So I feel like it's been my own like shadow work. I love that for you. And I wouldn't have even noticed. I think that's a valid thing to struggle with and very, very normal. But I wouldn't have even noticed because you're doing so well about it. Well, hey, thank you. We can just sit here and compliment each other all day. Um, But I have to text you and find out the tea. Thank you. I look forward to um, talking with you and we'll talk soon. Yes, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.